0: Shalom to all. Today's office is Yushalmi staff Daf and we are starting about the fourth line with the words, My time is Rabbi Yudah, and in the village Sadaf, it's on Yudal Ramad Bey's, a little bit before Allah Gimel, And today's office sponsor, Lilian Ishmas, Mars Miram Sarabas, Yakov Maisha, Hernish, Shammah should have an Aliyah. Now the Mishnah asked the question when is it that a person's allowed to buy Luf on Matzi Shemitah, Meaning in the eighth year. And Rebuda had said, one's allowed to buy them right away, no problem, wouldn't have to be Hajj that they're actually Luf from Shemitah. We could assume they're non shmita Luf. The Gemara asked my time at Rebuda, what's Rebuda's reasoning? And the answer is Ghazra al Luf v'la Gazra al yarek. There were Geyser on Luf and they weren't Geyser on yarek. Namely, the Chum were Geyser that if one wants to harvest Luf on Shemitah, he has to do so with a shinoi. and That's even according to Beis Hill who had said that they can be harvested with Karduma Shalma Techas, that's still considered a Shinoi because they're not being harvested with a sickle. And since it's challenging to harvest loof on Shemitah, we don't have to be chayshish that the loof being sold much is actually Shemitah loof, and we can assume it's from the 8th year already. However, since there was no gzair on and one's allowed to harvest it in the normal way, so we have to be chayshish that what's being sold in the 8th year is actually Shemitah loof. now they we asked me out if that's really so, I feel so it should be muttered to buy loof on Shemitah, because we could assume that this is not Shemitah loof, it's loof from before Shemitah. Because again, it's challenging to harvest Shemitah loof itself, so we can assume that this is not Shemitah Luf. The Gemara answer is no, but Taman an Kaiman, we're referring to Taman, meaning when a person's buying Luf, Matse Shemitah, it's not necessarily that it's the eighth year Luf, it's actually Luf from the sixth year that was hidden away. That's what Taman means, meaning he saved it from the sixth year to have it Matse Shemitah, and that's how one's allowed to buy it. And the reason why one's not allowed to buy Luf on Shemitah and say, oh, it's probably sixth year Luf, it's because of so the person shouldn't bring Aser Luf, meaning to make sure that he doesn't harvest seventh year Luf in an aser way and say, oh, Oh, it's just Tamun, I really had it from the sixth year. And that's why it's muttering to buy this loaf Matze Shemitah right away, but not on Shemitah itself. And the Gemara Ktenius, Tanius, Tan Nabai, Sotmar um, Vidar Vidar says, Ma'isa, there's a story, She'inun ba'in Kushin, we're in this place called In Kushin, loaf up here Tarfin Chag and we ate loaf Matze Chag, which means Matzei Sukkis, of the year of Matze Shemitah, meaning the eighth year according to Reb meaning Reb told us we could buy loof right away. And then it clearly seems like she distributed in our Mishnah, the ones allowed to buy loof right away in the eighth year. However, Amalai Reb Yis, Reb Yis told him, had told I was with you. This was only Matzei Pesach. It wasn't Matzei Sokes. And by the time Pesach rolls around in the eighth year, it already could be assumed that the loof in the market is from the eighth year not from the seventh year. So we don't have a right that we go like she distributed in our Mishnah. And moving on to brand new Ha'alacha, Ha'alacha Gimel. The Mishnah says, The following kalim are not to be sold by the uman, by the craftsmen that made them, on Shemitah. And we're going to see in the Gemara that this is referring to selling it to a person who's chashid ala Shemitah, he's suspected of not keeping Shemitah properly. And the reason why one's not allowed to sell him these kalim is because of one's not allowed to put a stumbling block in front of a blind person, and this person's considered blind in regards to Shemitah. If you sell him one of these kalim, he might end up doing asar avayda with it. So no selling him these kalim. What are these kelim? A plow on anything necessary that comes along with it, and that's because he might plow his field on Shemitah a yoke for the animal. Mizra, which literally means a winnower, namely a pitchfork that's meant for winnowing grain. And the reason why that's not allowed to be sold is because this is specifically used to make a very large pile of grain, which one is not allowed to do on Shemitah. One's only allowed to process small amounts of grain at a time and he would not need a pitchfork for this. And lastly v'hadeker, a hoe, which is meant for plowing the ground, that's also not allowed to be sold. test one base on top of the mission continues, He could sell someone who's al a hand sickle or a sickle meant for harvesting or a wagon and anything that comes along with it. And that's because he could use these things with hefker stuff, and he's not necessarily going to be using it for something that's usser. And then she clarifies this. Is that call? This is a rule. Anything that it's is for this havoidah, meaning you could only use it for this havoidah and for nothing else, and that havoidah is usser. for example, plowing, usser. So then one's not allowed to sell this khalid. However, if this khalid could be used either for Isr, but also for hetar, then it's a lie to be sold to this fellow, because we assume that he's going to use it for hetter and not for Yes, sir. The mission continues, a potter, there's someone who makes earthenware yayin. he could sell five oil jugs and 15 wine jugs, because that's a normal amount to bring from Hefker. There's a lot of people vying for Shemitah produce, and it's assumed that at maximum, a person will be able to bring home enough olives to make five jugs of olive oil, or enough grapes to make 15 jugs of wine, and so that's how many jugs are allowed to be sold. However, to sell more jugs than that would be a problem, because maybe that means the fellow is not bringing these grapes or olives from Hefker. However, says the Mishnah Im Hevi if this fellow ended up bringing more than that from hefker mutter, it's permitted to sell him more jugs because he ended up bringing more from Hefker, so it's not a problem. The Mishnah continues, He could sell more jugs than this to a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael or to a Jew outside Eretz Yisrael. That's because a non-Jew doesn't have a chiv to keep Shemitah and we don't have to be chayshesh that the non-Jew is going to sell them to a Jew. And also a yid in doesn't have to keep Shemitah because he's in Chutzel Aret, and we don't have to be chayshesh that he has Shemitah produce with him. So that's why it's mutter to sell him more than this amount of jugs. Continue on, Be'i says, He's now allowed to sell someone who's on shmita, a cow that's meant for plowing on shmita, because we assume that he's going to use it for plowing. Because he gets shechted. He doesn't have to use it for plowing. Now, the reason why B'Shame argues with this is because if this cow is meant for plowing, a person won't shecht it. Continuing, one's allowed to sell this person produce, even though it's at the time of planting this produce. We assume he's just going to eat it. He's allowed to lend him his sa'a in, even though he knows the fellow has a storage house, and he might end up measuring his grain, which would be usur to do on Shemitah, but still we can assume that he's going to end up measuring grain that he has in his house in order to bring it to grind it. Uparlah mice, he's also allowed to change money for him. Let's say this fellow has big bills, and he wants to break them up into smaller bills. One's allowed to do this for this fellow who's khashar al Shemitah. Even though he knows that this fellow has workers that are doing usur work for him on Shemitah, and he has to pay those workers, still he can change this money for him, because he doesn't have to assume he's paying the workers. He could assume that he's just going to to the store to buy stuff for his household. However, the mission concludes Vakulan Betherush Asurin. All of these, if they say Bafairosh, I need this cow for plowing, so then obviously it's usher to sell to this fellow. I think we're we'll explaining this Mishnah. Elu kalim mechulu. On Rabbi clarifies, Kena masnisa. This is what our Mishnah is talking about. As we had explained, Elu kalim she'en ha umen These are the kalim that the craftsmen is not allowed to sell on Shemitah, L'chashud al Shvi'as, to someone who's chashud that he's going to use them in an improper way on Shemitah. Now the Gemara asks, Staman mahu? What about selling to a Stam person? Meaning, we don't know if this person is chashud al Shmita. Is a craftsman allowed to sell on these kalim? The Gemara answers, from that which the Mishnah says mutter that if this is a type of kli that could be used either for iser or for Heter, it's permitted to sell to this fellow who's chashad al shmita. So ad stam and mutter that tells us that if we're selling it to a fellow who's a stam guy and we don't know if he's chashad al shmita, it's mutter to sell it to him as well because we see that if there's a sad heter, if it's possible for this fellow to use it for something that's mutter, so we're allowed to sell it to him. So too, if it's possible that this fellow is a kosher guy, so we could sell him this kli as well. Continue to explain the mishnah We said we're allowed to. Sell sell five jugs for oil and 15 jugs for wine, but the Gemara asks a question, v'chash l'amer shema hechlef, Why don't we chashish to say that maybe he's going to switch them? Saying that the potter is allowed to sell five jugs for oil and 15 jugs for wine doesn't help. Maybe a guy who's going to come in and say, I need 15 jugs for wine. But then he's going to use them for oil. And that's three times the amount of jugs that he's allowed to have for oil. So why are we allowed to sell it to him? So Rabbi Yonah answers, It's recognizable which ones are for wine and which ones are for oil. Namely, you can't use oil jugs for wine or wine jugs for oil. So therefore, we don't have this problem. And our Rav Ula, Ula clarifies as well, the the leather for these is recognizable, and the leather for these is recognizable. Meaning these jugs look different, and they're meant for different purposes. So a person's not going to buy 15 jugs for wine and use them for oil. That's just not the way things are done. We're going to stop here right for the day and pick up tomorrow continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.